0: Dear diary, How come everybody wants to kill Dracula? I mean, the people whose villages I've razed to the ground, whose family trees I've so thoroughly pruned. Them I understand, but how did my vulnerabilities become the topic of casual dinner table conversation? I don't talk about the weaknesses of mortal men, and Lord knows I could i may be biased but it seems these days that haters are coming at me left right and center trying to snuff my candle well fortunately my light is not so easily extinguished
1: The realm of Ongrave is sick, and the diagnosis is Draculitis. (laughs) This once fertile peninsula bears countless scars of its rulers' attempts to thwart death's design. Shambling corpses shamble about derelict laboratories. Packs of werebeasts of all stripes roam the endless woods, Some great bellowing presence howls through tunnels that weave beneath the land like great grotesque arteries, and at the Northern Cape, Count Dracula's castle towers over the land surrounded by impassable, ghoul-sprinkled marshes. Night fell over Engrave years ago and has since never relented. Fiends of all shapes and sizes thrive in this eternal evening, but so too does beauty. The city of Lumino shines like a beacon in the heart of this land, and it has attracted artists, musicians, authors, and poets like moths to a flame. This bohemian enclave is protected by a lighthouse that bathes the city in a rich amber glow under which evil is repelled, and culture itself has been thoroughly incubated. The city of Lumino is the destination of a vehicle that races up the misty high road from the southern mainland. The hooves of two great ashen stallions pound against a hardened clay path weaving through a forest of tall pine. The horses are huge, beautiful horses, crazy muscles in definition, and they're towing an equally grandiose enclosed carriage of dark wood and marbled lacquer. This is an incredibly luxurious means of conveyance, but it is running several minutes behind schedule and for good reason. The driver is dead, and the carriage is on fire. Let's roll for initiative.
2: Justin made a face when you mentioned the lacquer. Justin, was that a problem for you as
1: a woodworker that you're like, that's not the right kind of lacquer no, for that fine. wood?
2: We're fine with the lacquer.
1: We're fine with okay. the lacquer.
2: It's all great. Also, Griff- You did
1: step- It is important that I do say you do need to roll for initiative. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we can play wow. the, the- As the we're game doing that, that I should
2: also- Just a quick question, Griffin. You didn't mention in the artists and stuff that were in Lumino any like influencers or beauty bloggers or- a there like is that.
1: influencers and beauty bloggers are also definitely, definitely taking up residence there. Um, yeah. Oh, and I bet
2: some very successful tanning
0: salons, probably?
1: Um, no, not those. That's spray like tan darkness all the time. I'll grant you sp- I will grant you spray tan. Spray okay. tan, I'll take it, yeah. First in the order. Travis. Uh-huh? Introduce your character to us, please.
2: Well, I'll, I'll be playing uh, Crawford mountain You can call me Mutt. Uh, everybody does.
1: Uh... I'm, I will uh, need Crawford, I do, let's just, can we do some quick notes? Yeah. I do, I love the voice, I love we'll the love tone, the notes, tonality. Yeah. I need Crawford to enunciate just a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, you got it, man. Um, so, uh, I'm a hunter,
2: monster hunter, uh, generate like, um, Crawford Muttner the fifth, uh, my daddy was a monster hunter, his daddy, uh, his mom, and her dad and mom, uh, so it's monster hunters all the way down. Uh, I'm traveling with my dog, uh, Lady Agatha Uh, you know, just uh, with my crossbow and, you know, all my hunting
1: tools and everything. I'm envisioning Sam Elliott just in terms of vibe, but that might just be the voice that you were doing. And uh, also that I'm just always kind of thinking about Sam Elliott a little bit.
2: Well, listen, we're all
1: always kind of thinking about Sam
2: Elliott a little bit. Um, Yeah, a little. He's got like some scraggly mustache and uh, lots of furs, and
1: dressed like a. I feel Travis. I feel like I just railroaded you into having a mustache, and I do. No, he already had a mustache. If you look at my
2: character sheet, (laughs) you will see that my my character image has a mustache.
1: I just took you on a mustache ride, and I just want to make sure that we're we're solid. No, it was a consensual mustache ride. Do not worry. Okay, fantastic. Um, all right, mutt, you. Are one of three inhabitants of this grand carriage. Uh, it has been a, a couple hours' ride uh, through through the night uh, of this uh, of this dark land. You've been exchanging pleasantries. You've only just sort of come together with your two uh, co-passengers here, uh, and just as you start to see the light of Lumino Tower peeking over the tops of the pines as you approach the city, you hear a thunk from the back of the carriage and you smell smoke moments later Uh, and then you see the shadow of your driver stand to investigate uh, this sound before you hear two more thunks as arrows plunge into his chest sending him ragdolling backwards over the driver's perch. Oh, well, that's not good.
2: What do you do? Okay, uh, Aggie, get under the seat here. Um,
1: Let me investigate. Aggie is uh, your so he, your dog. What Describe your uh, your dog, which I will make clear, again, is a cosmetic item, a vanity like, pet. Uh, a vanity, for, for and it is vanity,
2: it. vanity, let's be clear. <laughs> um, Lady Agatha thisaway is uh, what's known as a bloodahula, which is half bloodhound, half catahula leopard dog. Uh, she is descended from a long line of champion hunting dogs, uh, but she was born of an unsanctioned tryst between uh a bloodhound and a catagula so her owners were like uh, unsanctioned tr- well yeah you know about like breeders and stuff when you have champion dogs right they're very like controlling of like we will breed with other uh uh like champion dogs or whatever and this was so this is a dog born of love so and, look, a, uh,
1: a noble stud went out on the streets and got wild is what you're saying and this dog is the result of that uh well a noble dam um okay yeah fantastic
2: um, Sowing her wild oats. Um, okay, yeah. Lady Agatha was born of that tryst. Um, this
1: dog is not going to be uh, a a combat asset at all. We have basically she is, established.
2: Listen, more than anything, whether uh, it was going to be reined in by combat or not, this dog ain't getting hurt, folks. Don't you worry one yeah, bit. Yeah, you
1: can get the seal of the seal of or will. No, I'm not going to. Um, um. So, uh, my is going to. Is this, you said well, now close. hold on, Travis, because you just set up a situation where you could be in the final boss fight and then just pick the dog up and hold it in front of your torso. And <laughs> because Absorb we it's have established you like that a reverse Care Bear stare, right? One of your boundaries is that your dog's invincible. I yeah. need your promise that you're not going to use that to try to break the game.
2: That's mm. a big ask here in the first moments of the... You can't narrative. Like, we couldn't, in, in Siebel Chase, we had the no damage to kids rule.
1: Thankfully, we've chucked that for this season.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but- kids,
2: fair game. <laughs>
1: well, Children yeah. beware. This is what, in this is we're gonna make up aware.
2: for it this season. Here it this has we've been, been, been holding kids- off, and it's all pent up. We're putting kids on notice. Dracula's in town. Sleep tight. <laughs>
1: But to just this point actually I can't believe I didn't think about this in Steeplechase. We could have just made ourselves a suit of kids and yeah. be invincible <laughs> hey, warriors. Have you guys seen the new Iron Man movie? It's weird. It's wild. He makes a suit of kids and is invincible. The, the new Godzilla gets nasty. Wait till you all it, see it. He does yes. some things. Okay, with his, so this chitin. Your uh dog Aggie hides uh under the, uh, under the sort of bench that you are sitting on inside of this carriage, uh, yeah, this so, is an enclosed carriage. You got basically two double doors opening up the sides of the carriage on either side. Uh, yeah, gonna narrow like, windows, narrow windows in the front and back for you to sort of see up, but you can't sort of make out what's going on through the, the sides of them. Uh, Matt's gonna lean, open the door and lean out. Okay, uh, on which side? Uh, I guess the, the side you're sitting on. On the right side. Okay, cool. Um. You uh, y- You do so. It is easy to uh, swing these doors open, uh, although this carriage ride has been fairly smooth up till this point. It is no longer smooth. Obviously, this happened just seconds before we sort of got into this encounter, but the horses are uh, a little bit freaked out by what's going
2: on. Yeah, man. Um,
1: you poke your head out of the side of the carriage, and um, the first thing you notice is sort of how well you can see these three horseback riding figures that are chasing uh, your wagon. It is curious how, uh, how clearly you can define them. And then you realize it's because the back of your carriage is on fire and uh, producing a not insignificant amount of light. Um, so you can clearly see your assailants. You have three figures wearing robes of red braided fabric um, and judging by the sort of extra adornment of the rider in, in the front of this formation of three, he appears to be the one in charge. Um, all three of their faces, however, appear to be concealed by illusory magic. It's like um, red, s- opaque steam is venting from the neckline of their robes, completely shrouding uh, their faces. Uh, they are wielding crossbows. The uh, the two riders uh, flanking the carriage. The one at the head of the formation uh, does not, uh, and uh, seems to be holding some sort of uh, fire in his hand, which is not great. Okay. What do you do?
2: Um, I'm gonna climb up into the driver's seat. Well, first, say like a uh, just letting y'all know. Uh, it looks like we got about three horseback riding. Uh, I'm going to say bad guys. I'm guessing they got steam faces. You know, one of them. And so, uh, I'm and our driver's dead. So I'm going to see if I can uh, steer the carriage, uh, brb, and try to climb up onto the uh,
1: the front seat. Okay, uh, you are attempting this sort of uh, shifting of uh, roles on the vehicle on a moving carriage that's that is uh, a little bit on fire. So I'm going to make you make an athletics check. Uh, to determine sort of how well you are able to navigate around the side of this of this car. Oh yeah, um, I got a fourteen. Um, okay, yes, on a fourteen athletics check. This is this was a, a, something of a difficult kind of task to do smoothly. You do get up into the driver's seat, uh, and uh, you are able to kind of share it with this uh, dead man. Uh, and uh, while you climbed up here, however, you gave the reins uh, an accidental tug, just trying to kind of like keep your balance, and it seems to have uh, spooked the horses a little bit more than sure. they already were. Um, but you are able to get up here. What do you do now? Um, I'm gonna take control of them, their horses, Griffin. Okay, um, you grab the reins uh, and prepare to rear back and take some control of the situation. As you watch trees whip by on either side of you, it takes you back to a memory um, of... Of another time when I saw trees. Another time, another incredible
2: tree. You know, these trees remind me of these other trees I saw once. (laughs) Green, big, wood. I'll never forget.
1: They Um, were the treest trees I ever did see. You remember running through the forest. You, hours ago, saw the flare go up, which is your family's signal that someone is in terrible danger and in need of assistance. Uh, And after following the trail of smoke in the night sky and the scent that Aggie picked up on, um, you finally pass through a clearing and you see him, Your, uh, your oldest and only living brother, Russell Uh, Broken and bleeding, lying draped over the roots of a large tree. What do you
2: do? Rusty? Rusty? Hey,
0: hey, speak to me. Is that you, Crawford? Yeah. Crawford, I fucked up, man. Oh, man, is it fireworks? Not this time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I took a job I shouldn't have, Crawford. I, I was hunting down the invisible man, and he beat my ass.
2: Yeah, man, he's invisible. The
0: invisible man beat my ass so bad, Crawford. Did he have invisible friends with him? Okay, am I supposed to know that. Crawford, he was like, invisible. Yeah, sorry, I wasn't thinking right. One time, I could swear I felt three fists get on me at once, so there may be more than one invisible man. Yeah. Oh, but he... The Invisible Man did beat my ass to death, Crawford. To death? I think so. This feels pretty final. Oh, man. It's too late for me, brother. Okay. We're not going to be able to accomplish that dream of ours, I think, brother. We're not going to be opening open our themed bar? With the name of it, which we came up with was, of course... The Monster Mash the monster The, man, the Monster Mash is monster going to mash, have that's taxidermied that's have, heads, have, heads
2: have, on the, the walls with
0: the talking. And talking talking yep, that was it. Heads, and heads on the walls that would talk. Yep, we know it. We both came up with it a long time ago. No, not but that one. I can't What's do it without you. The, You're the money the man. Famous,
2: what was the famous potato side dish that you guys had, had, had talked about? I couldn't remember which one you went with. Oh, the mashed monsters? Uh, okay, interesting. And Griffin, what was it you thought... <laughs>
1: I thought uh, they were called. I can't
0: come up with one. I'm trying so hard, but I can't come Let's up come with about, a scary how about mashed
2: og rotten?
0: You weren't <laughs> that was that was rotten. Dad, good job. Thank you. Listen, not that one. I'm talking about the one of killing Dracula's ass oh, and taking yeah. his fangs <laughs> and making earrings out of him and then going to get our ears pierced so we can wear our Dracula earrings all around town. Yeah.
2: Okay, well, I Listen, got two ears. Do you want me to wear two for, like, uh, in your
0: honor? Yes, Crawford, but most importantly, the most important... Oh, no, he's
1: back! And then he just gets picked up by some invisible force and thrown into the tree, and you see your brother getting his ass kicked by uh, an unseen assailant. What okay. do you do? Start stabbing wildly. <laughs> okay, make an attack roll with disadvantage. It's weird that we know he survives this.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Whatever he does, does he? he
2: Oh, wow. Oh, yes, yeah, so hey, even, a... dis- even with disadvantage, I got an 18.
1: That's really good. Uh, okay, wrong. yeah, I mean, with an 18, you see your brother being just sort of flailed around and smashed into the side of this tree. Uh, and then you stab a dagger down, and there's uh, a, a spray of warm, invisible blood uh, that you can feel. And then all of a sudden, your dagger is I floating hope it's in the air. God, yeah, if it's uh, invisible,
2: how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> it could be bile or pee pee. If you stab someone so
1: good, they piss all over you. That's a fucking good attack. That's a good knife. Um, you see got him nose- right in the bladder. <laughs> You see your knife floating in midair. Is this a knife that you have any kind of emotional attachment to? No, I, I have like twenty of them. Okay, because you hear "fuck" and then you see your knife just sort of jog into the woods and disappear. <laughs> uh, now your brother is laying on the ground, extra his ass extra kicked, um, and he says,
0: "You gotta kill Dracula, Crawford. Okay, or you gotta bring this one home for our family." Okay promise me. Yeah, no, I said okay. Say, no, you gotta say out loud, I promise I will kick Dracula's ass and take his teeth.
2: I promise I will kick Dracula's ass and take his teeth.
0: Okay. And promise me that you'll tell mama that I... Oh no! He's back again! <laughs> <And> you, <laughs> you just see
1: your brother just getting kicked over and over again Is the, the knife stomach. still there? Is this a different... Yeah, you individual. see the knife still there, and you hear a guy just going like, I
0: changed my mind!
1: And he's kicking your brother over and over again. What do you do? I pull the knife out. Okay, yeah, you don't have to do, you hear him say,
0: "Oh fuck, why did it come?
1: And you see, you, you hear branches rustle off in the distance. Um, and you also see rustle off as you look down. In the distance. He is, he is dead <laughs> on the ground. Oh uh, man, what you want me to tell know, mama? You wake up Jeez. from this dream inside of a flashback oh. and you are at home. You're spinning a top to make sure this is the real world. <laughs> it's so important. You spin your top. It is. It is the flash black back dream. You know exactly what ah, layer okay. you are on. You. This is not limbo. I got the kick. Um, you got the kick. Um, your mother is making you breakfast in your very big and empty sort of uh, mountain cottage
0: here. To making eggs. The mutner. Ah, uh, well. There's there's no chickens anymore.
2: Okay. Right,
3: hold
1: on. Let me try that voice again. Well, no. Mutt, we ain't got no chickens no more. <laughs> what with all the wolf mans. Yeah. But um, we got fake eggs that I got from the grocery store.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Now, they ain't sloppy and slimy, is they? We're not doing a fucking... I don't know <laughs> that I want to <laughs> conjure that particular energy into our show. She says, uh, well, did you look into, uh, getting your job yet, Crawford? You, you mean, like, getting another,
2: like, contract of, like, killing? Because I've been, we've been doing pretty good selling, like, you know, the things we harvest from the monsters and stuff for potions and, you know, for reagents and whatnot. Oh, how well, many times
0: we gotta have this conversation, Crawford? We got we got to take a break from all that you got to learn to dough to fold them you need to find someone to go out there and can restock the old or gene pool with well that's a weird way
2: of putting it ma uh I'd like to just maybe fall in love and have some kids and start a family I don't yep, want to think of it what's wrong the way you said mom ma, makes it it makes it sound kind <laughs> of transactional like I'm some sort
0: of brood mother. Um,
2: yes. <laughs> yeah, that was the vibe. That was the vibe I was kind of getting, Ma. Um, I'd rather it be more of a, like, a love situation. And, you know, I think you're right, Ma. I think it's time for the Muttners to retire from the monster hunting game. There is mm, there is just this one thing that I do got to do first. Uh, I promised Rusty that I would kick Dracula's ass and take his teeth. Um, so I do need to just do that oh. real quick and then the Muttners can retire from monster hunting.
1: She drops the fake eggs onto the Oh ground. man. They, <laughs> they, each they, disintegr- they disintegrate. <laughs> oh man. She says Do you know how many Muttners the Dracula has devoured or, or sired or just Twenty-seven.
2: Twenty seven. 27. Yeah. That's exactly right. And she points I at the I know wall the tallies on the wall, Ma.
1: I know. Yes. <laughs> There's a tra- it just says <laughs> Hashtag of Muttners Dracula killed. Katie, it says Dracula Katie ratio zero to twenty-seven.
2: <laughs> Thirteen days since last Dracula related <laughs> Yeah.
1: She says, if you go out there and you beef it, like your great grandpa and your grandpa and your uncle and your niece and your Sisters and your mm-hmm. brothers, yeah. and your dad, yeah. and your stepdad, uh-huh. and your second stepdad.
2: Yeah, I've it was Jack. nice of the stepdads to take our last name when they married
1: <laughs> you. That was—I thought that was real chill of them. Well, <laughs> it's,
0: it's a progressive
1: time. Times are changing, Crawford. Listen, <laughs> you may not go after Dracula. I forbid it. And Mama, I I'm 32
2: years old. Um, <laughs> I think I—I'm just gonna do it.
1: I have spoken on this matter and I will not be disobeyed.
2: Okay, well I'm I'm still gonna go though, Ma um I'll send you letters and uh I'll come back
1: and I'll uh, grow the gene pool. Uh make a persuasion Yuck. check. Yuckiness rolls. Man, uh sixteen. Yeah, um Okay. Good fucking rolls. She turns. She's very upset. She says, I suppose there's no talking you out of this, but Crawford promised me if you get in over your head that you're not gonna try to be a hero. You're the last of the Muttner boys,
0: and I I need you here, Crawford.
2: Hey, Ma, you, you and I both know this ain't about being a hero, right? Like, I'm not doing the... This is a promise, or then we get out, Muttners are done. I... I don't, I mean, I do kind of want to kill Dragon, but I don't, I'm don't. i not, it's not, a, I don't want to, you know what I
1: mean? No, you ain't a, you ain't a killer, Crawford. Just promise me you are going to keep, keep the situation under control. And then we jump back to you trying to take control of this, why, situation. Give, me an anim, give me an animal handling check. Oh, I'm good at that. Let's see. 19? Yeah. Damn, you are good at that. Um, okay. You I have a plus five in everyone so Yes. Uh, you rear back on the reins, and uh, immediately the horses uh, calm down, and they stick back to uh, following the path. That is good because there was a, a pretty big hairpin turn coming up, uh, going down the mountain towards uh, Lumino, uh, but you are able to navigate that quite well.
2: We have an aura frame here at our house and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as they get home from doing something fun, Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis MacRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis Macroy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer
3: Oh, everyone out there. Thank you for coming to our service. Yes. We are ready to heal heal you. You. We are Ross and Carrie. We are faith healers. Yes, Yes, you there. Yes, sir. You have a spirit of... Not listening to enough podcasts. We have the solution for that. Oh, we can cure you. You should listen to Oh No, Ross and Carrie. Hallelujah. Mm. It's on
0: Maximum Fun. I
3: couldn't have said it better myself. Yes, ma'am. Yes, you there. Gladys.
0: A A spirit of... Boredom?
3: oh my goodness we have the solution for you it is to listen to the podcast oh, oh no, no ross, ross and, and Harry.
0: the human mind can be tricky your mental health can be complex your emotional life can be complicated so it helps to talk about it I'm John Moe. Join me each week on my show, Depression Mode with John Moe. It's in-depth conversations about mental health with writers, musicians, comedians, doctors, and experts. Folks like Noah Khan, Sashir Zameda, and Surgeon General Vivek Murthy. We talk about depression, anxiety, trauma, imposter syndrome, and perfectionism. We have the kind of conversations that a lot of folks are hesitant to have themselves. Listen, and you won't feel as alone, and you'll have some laughs, too. Fresh mode for maximum fun at maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Let's jump back into the cabin as we move on to Brother Philo. Dad, tell us about your character. Uh, Brother Philo
2: is a uh, a friar. Um,
1: like Friar Tuck. Yeah. I didn't mean like he was a plucked chicken or anything. <laughs> right. Like or a, an appliance. Uh, <laughs> no, in the no, he's not. Um,
2: he is uh, uh, an artificer specializing in alchemy. He has some magic, but it's mostly things. Uh, it, it usually comes from some kind of artifact that he has or some kind of relic that he has, and that's kind of the driving force.
0: For his powers.
1: Um, we have not played an artificer on this show before. It is a just for folks at home a spellcasting class that uses different right. physical things as spells and you have chosen the sort of alchemist uh right. sub sub Griffin, uh,
2: didn't you here. play an artificer in Imbalance?
1: Oh, I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <it> was, <laughs> that was a while ago. Never mind, we did we done Besides this, that didn't. one time when I played it. I we've never played did. this before. <laughs> um um
2: Anyway, so he's um, uh, kind of short, kind of stocky. Um, uh, he has a a tonsure, just you know, because I've always loved those. Hey, they're not ever as since Justin. As, yeah, yeah <laughs> Justin, look. Justin made Tonsure is a commitment in Romeo and Juliet.
1: Tonsure is when so. they shave the very the, sort of the crown of your head, but leave other hair right. on it. Um, and right. you uh, get that, that was a permanent of, of hair. It's wild to see that part of my brother's flesh. Um, yeah, never thought I that like I would see that part see it. of my head. I put
2: it back yeah. away,
1: back in the vault.
2: <laughs> well, I just brought it
0: back.
1: Yep. Okay, you are, uh, you are inside this cabin. It is. It started to get very dicey, very quickly. But uh, you're, the guide that you have hired uh, on this journey, uh, Crawford Mutt, Muttner, uh, climbs up into the driver's seat and takes control of the situation. You are inside the carriage. It is. Uh, Shaky in here, and you don't even have to poke your head out through the the open door that Mutt just climbed through. Uh, You can see one of the the figures, horseback riding figures now sort of flanking the car. What do you do? Um,
2: Can I make uh, an investigation check to kind of check out the riders and see
1: if they're all using bows or... Um you uh you can just see that you can see that they have uh the the ones flanking the car have a crossbow the one uh, that appeared to be in charge does not seems to be having some sort of fire in their hands um I would say instead of a, you know, these are robed figures uh if, if you wanted to make a uh you know religion check or history check to see if there's anything about their sort of like, vibe that smacks of uh, familiar to you, a man of the cloth.
2: Uh, okay,
1: I'll make a religion check. That
2: would uh, have been a wild response Dad, to your DM being like, you could make this check, and you respond like, no. No, I don't I, want to. I considered not doing that. Okay.
1: 19. Jesus Christ, these rolls are very good. Uh, okay, 19. You, uh, you do not recognize their order, uh, at, at sort of first glance, uh, as you were dispatched out here, you were sort of like given a heads up of current sort of trending dangers in Engrave, uh, and, uh, in, in sort of getting that briefing heard about a, uh, sort of fanatical order called the Cult of the Buried Blood, uh, and uh, based on the sort of description you received in this sort of uh, primer, uh, this, these appear to be this appears to be the gang uh, doing this. Um, you know that they possess magic, that they uh, have been responsible for some uh, pretty gnarly ritual slayings in the area lately. But not much else is doing about them. They're sort of a new, new quantity out here. Um,
2: Brother Philo don't like no competition so he's going That's to That's an interesting um, thing for a man of the cloth to have like, a believe it's said, sorry no this is got his territory He's, yeah. very much a, he's, very, yeah, this, he's very much a man of his uh, of strong beliefs. I like so how quickly he's, we established this character is this career, but it's a bad one. He's bad at it, <laughs> and he doesn't understand the core tenets. No, he's really good at it. He's really good at it. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. want he's, other monks. <laughs> it's, it's just like Jesus always says, watch your fucking turf. Watch yeah. your fucking turf. Keep him off. Everybody else. He's going to blast the rider
1: that he sees with a ray of sickness. Uh, okay. Uh that is uh the
2: uh, <laughs> that, that way he'll get sick yeah. but he won't die. Right. Right. I gotcha. That's beautiful, Dad. And then maybe he can heal him and make friends. See?
1: Oh, that's well, okay. beautiful. That's not at all how it works, but it's a, I have it's heard a sweet lately thought. some people have gotten so sick that they've died of it, but I do not yeah. <laughs> that, that
2: there's there's rumors floating around. <laughs> it's rumors
1: you can get sick enough to die. I read about that. <laughs> uh, ray, of... What have you done to your character? What is this character?
0: <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> it's so Neverly wild. Defensive.
1: Okay. Uh. So make your uh, ranged spell attack roll for this ray of sickness.
2: Yeah. He um. Uh, he has a vial around his neck that he wears. Uh, and he- Wraps his hand around it, and uh,
1: 15. Okay, Uh, you have this vial of goo? Um, It's uh, an herbal extract of his
2: own creation. Oh, it's homeopathy. Okay. He holds it up, points it at him. It's it's around his neck. Okay. And Oh, you're like invoking a talisman kind of deal. So does this roll that I made include the
1: plus four? It does it does. Yes. Uh, that is 15. Describe what it uh, looks like as you begin to channel this ray of sickness. Um take a hold of the vial around his neck
2: and lifts it up and kind of points it in the direction of the uh, of the rider, closes his eyes, and says a little prayer and waits Dear for Jesus. Illness.
1: Please make this man sick. <laughs>
2: Please get he's, this man so sick. This, this is how Brother Philo smokes.
1: Okay. So um, Brother smoke Philo, today. you uh, you close your eyes. You begin to recite this uh, ritual prayer to blast this man with a gnarly wave of uh, cold and flow season. Um, as you do so, you also flash back. Um, you've just finished the sort of opening prayer prayer. Of the ceremony that you are currently sort of the star of here uh, at the cathedral, um, what is what is the order that Brother Phil? Are we talking full? Are we? I mean, is this Episcopalian? Or are we going more of a fantasy flavor this time?
2: Um. Oh, this is um, this is um, I think more of a fantasy flavor. Cool. Um, like Lutheran.
3: Luther we, we yes, got I don't know
2: enough about it. That was just the yeah. first that was my pull. No, I I think Methodist. I'm gonna go Methodist. That's okay good. get specific. And um it's uh they they all live and work here in the Abbey. Okay. Um, uh, and it just happens to be downtown, so I think you can figure out the name
1: of the Abbey. Um That's
0: that's now I,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Downtown Abbey is very, very good. Okay, uh, you're welcome. Down, downtown where? Downtown in... um, <laughs> Well, it, we call it downtown
2: just because we are all pretty aggressive. Uh, it's not really in a downtown area. It's just that <laughs> we we go downtown. All right. And we roll...
1: That's, that's the way we roll a downtown I love this guy, Abbey this Street. It's right.
2: fantastic. Yeah. This, this is a punk monk, if you will.
1: <laughs> All right. You're here in Downtown Abbey, which is not in a city, but it's where no. you take haters and non-believers, I guess, <laughs> by making them super sick with your necklaces. Uh, that's
2: one of our many approaches.
1: Here yeah. in this in this Abbey, you are in the Cathedral of Enumeration where you are being audited by the Keeper of Ledgers. Uh, It's a stuffy old man stands uh, atop a dais looking down on you wearing a very gaudy regalia and holding an enormous leather-bound book. And he says,
0: Brother Philo, today the order has considered your application to be ascended up the ranks of the church to the role of mix master Oh. You Very stand... Well. I'm trying not to get too excited. Yes, that would be a sin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you actually see him pick up this leather-bound book and actually, like, mark something in it and say...
0: I would encourage you to be a tad more careful during this hearing. Yes, brother. We we will, it's father, that's another one. (laughs) Today we will consider your transgressions and your kind acts to determine whether or not you have earned enough points to send to Mixmaster. Before we begin, do you have anything to say for yourself? Do you have any tickets to cash in? That's a great question, thank you. Brother Dignus, do you have any tickets to cash in?
2: Only the the, the tickets of, of love and forbearance. Just say no. No, I don't have any. Why is he in my flashback? I wasn't in his flashback. <laughs> oh, Not no, I'm man. another monk or whatever.
0: <laughs> All right, so... I'm uh, the no, bad boy. No indulgence tickets, that's weird, but we can, I suppose... Start here, let's see. All right, uh, we've got 20 points here for your volunteer work at the soup kitchen. Yes. And another 20 points for volunteering at the salad kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, strange oh, 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 that there's... Look at, t- the hors d'oeuvre ki- look at the hors d'oeuvre kitchen. Look at the hors d'oeuvre, yes, d'oeuvre kitchen. Yes, a third discreet kitchen for hors d'oeuvres. Why... Oh, do we have different kitchens for each thing?
2: I have a rather uh, splendid garden, and uh, the garden provides so much, and and these days you have to trick people into eating vegetables. So, you know, we make vegetable soup, we make salads, and the hors d'oeuvres are Salad, the perfect way to soup. trick someone into eating vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: right, real wolf in <laughs> sheep's clothing.
0: Uh, Watercress
2: sandwiches. So those are the hors d'oeuvres.
0: Excellent work. And it says here that you volunteer as choir director for the man's choir. What is the man's choir?
2: Uh, we have. Uh, we only do uh, songs by Amy Mann, <laughs> and that is uh, that's that's where it comes from. Uh, sometimes we do Mannheim Steamroller songs and Manfred oh, Mann's Earth Band as well. Oh, Manfred not Earth that Band
1: what He marks Manfred. something in the book when you mention Manfred Mann's Earth Band.
0: Uh, wait a minute. Uh, well, all right. But, a um, tad secular, Manfred Manfred Brother Manfred. Philo. I understand. Fortunately, you do not have too many demerits. Tardiness, three counts. Um, cursing, one count. You've cussed one time. That's Who kind the hell of wild. I said that actually. I cussed. Oh, uh oh. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Oh, oops. Uh oh. <laughs> I suppose I have one last question for you. Yes. Before we. I render my ruling 46 counts of overindulgence. What is. What is Shrimp Fest? Oh, it is a. Um, a boil,
2: uh, Father Like we, all right, we put everything in a big pot, mostly vegetables, (laughs) Um, and we add one or two shrimp. Have you ever heard of stone soup? They Uh, they make the soup with just stones, so we only have like two shrimp in the Shrimp Fest.
1: uh, Is this the truth, or are you trying to cover your Shrimp Fest tracks? Um, I'm trying to cover. make a deception check for me.
0: 16!
1: Man. Um,
0: He nods um, and says, Well, um, that sounds not too bad. Of course, the consumption of... We we don't have any sort of restrictions on what you can and can't eat, but a festival of shrimp certainly sounds concerning. I I am sorry, Brother Philo, but you are... uh, in the red, you will not be ascended to the rank of Mixmaster uh, this year. You may, of course, apply for reconsideration uh, in the spring semester. Uh, Mark, you made it. Congratulations. You are now Mixmaster Mark. Fuck Mark- yeah!
1: <laughs> See Mark, who is now trying to bump his arms. Uh, and someone comes and puts a giant gold necklace around Mark and leads Mixmaster Mark and leads him off. Uh that is all. We are adjourned and he bangs a gavel down for some reason. And you are left alone. Um You aren't alone for long, though, as uh Deacon Atreus. Uh, sort of a, a a friend, uh albeit one in a slightly uh higher position with the church uh that you're familiar with comes over and says I am terribly sorry, um, Brother Philo. That is a bad that is a bad beat, my friend.
2: Well I didn't really want to be the mix master, if truth be told. Um, I. Oh. I have enough appliances in my life. A friar, I didn't need a mix master. <laughs> um, so I'm, uh. I'm putting a brave
0: face on, my friend.
1: I can tell I know your face quite well, Bonifacio.
0: I. I have an idea. If you wouldn't mind following me. Certainly. And he does he begins to
1: walk uh, out of the Cathedral of Enumeration and down some some twists and turns of the parish here that you have never been to before. These are restricted uh, areas. There are some guards stationed at a few doors that you pass through uh, as uh, you, you reach a lower level of the church that the sunlight does not reach. Uh, and as you pass through these darkened tunnels, um, deacon Atreus says there is an opportunity for you my friend to earn your way back into the church's good graces and I I believe that this opportunity is God sent just for you Brother Finder." I'm listening um as you know the crown is not a particularly large fan of the church and so we have been on somewhat thin ice for some time now. We cannot afford um, any type of bad press or anything happening and yet we have found ourselves in quite a pickle, Brother Fyler. Um, as you see. And he opens a dungeon door and you see laid out on a slab in front of you an old man. Um, he is he is illuminated by torches in this windowless room and as you take a step in you recognize him instantly it's the turbo cardinal it is the leader of your entire uh, religious order um, and he is he is laid out on a slab oh
2: uh, no. when did this happen when did he co- when did he pass
1: ah you seem to misunderstand the the situation. You're a man of the sciences, yes? Yes. You don't notice anything strange about him? Oh. He's breathing. Oh.
2: So, not dead. May, May I inspect him? May I look at him closer? Are you looking for me for a diagnosis?
1: Uh, he nods. Um if you would like to do this, uh, make a medicine check for me. 19. How do you have a minus one in medicine? That's a, that was a nat 20 actually. (laughs) It turned into a 19 because of your, uh, minus one in medicine. So we'll just consider that a crit. Um, with a, with a, with a 20 minus one, uh, you start to get close to this body and then you realize that that is a terrible idea. Um, because you can see uh, two fangs sort of burgeoning out of uh, the crease between the Turbo Cardinal's lips. Uh, you can also see that he's hovering about an inch off of this slab that he's lying on, um, and you you know that he he has been vampirized. With a nap 20, I will also tell you that, strangely, uh, despite these other symptoms, you don't see a bite mark on his neck. Uh, and you also see that he is moving and shifting and waiting for you to get closer for this inspection so he can try to get him a little phylo snack. Um, I'm going to make an arcana check. Okay. Um, I want
2: to do an arcana check to determine if he is indeed been fully vampirized or if he's faking it. Partially.
1: Mm. Uh, okay. No. Well,
2: yeah. That's I great. Mean, He's trying to get out of school. A vampire, when a vampire attacks somebody, if they
1: don't drain their blood, they don't become vam- completely vampirized right away. Right. Yeah. Okay. Make a make an Arcana check. Holy 24. fucking shit, guys! Dang. Just the, going rules. down the list here. 17, 18, 16, 19, 19, 22, 15, 16, 19, 24. We're doing these online, folks. We're these them on, on
2: flashbacks, though.
1: That can't, That's true. That is a fair can't point. Can't
2: go that bad anyway.
1: Okay. He looks vampiric. He uh, has certainly a lot of the visible symptoms of vampirism. Um and yet there is something different about the vibe of him in that the energy he is giving off is like palpable to you. A, a, a dealer in the mystic arts, you feel this, this o- overpowering demonic energy uh, com- coming out of him, the flavor of which you don't quite understand, but you know is the reason why he is the way that he is. Uh, I would say your order is familiar with vampires enough to have seen quite a few of them. This is, this is something else entirely. And uh, sort of seeing you register this, uh, Deacon Atreus says, um, uh, we are stumped. Uh, something has happened to the Turbo Cardinal that has rendered him in his sorry state. If the king finds out that the Turbo Cardinal is a vampire, we are done. I am asking you, Brother Philo, the Lord is asking you, Brother Philo, to venture into Encrave and find a cure for leader Do we know who did this? I mean, Dracula.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know,
2: but you know, you've got son of Dracula, daughter of Dracula, uh, Dracula versus Jesse James. There are many, you know, he, he's had other victims he's actually turned. I don't, I don't think he's completely turned. I don't think the Turbo Cardinal has been completely turned.
1: Make a dexterity saving throw. 11. There's your bad roll. Uh, as you say that, this old ass man sits up suddenly from his slab and just goes, uh, And uh, <laughs> tries to bite you. Deacon Atreus pulls you back at the last second, uh, and the guards come in and restrain uh, the Turbo Cardinal. He says, ah, be that as it may, something is seriously wrong with him, and you must find the cure. If it exists, it is in Ongrave. And. Barring finding that cure, you must slay the one who sired him. Are you up for this task, Brother Filo? I believe I am,
2: yes. I have some expertise in vampirism, and I, I know a, a bit about uh, Dracula. I would be happy to take on this gig, but I want to be ascended, for sure. And
1: I'd like them on paper. Yes, of course. Um, I will call in um, the bishop of notarizing immediately. But first, can we pray? Can we pray? Can oh, we pray yes. on? Can we pray yes. on it? Yes. Let us pray. Uh, and you close your eyes and flash forward. What the fuck? You're seeing the future when you're in this carriage that's on fire with your friends. No, we're just there, and now you are uh, casting a ray of sickness. As you finish your ritual prayer, make a, a uh, an attack roll, uh, a, a spell attack roll, please. Okay.
2: Ray of sickness.
1: 19. Yeah. yeah wow. These, these rolls are very good. Uh, a 19 definitely hits. Uh, with ray of sickness, you are going to roll uh, two D8 poison damage. All right. I can do this.
2: Eight.
1: four and a two that's six okay you uh job, what's this look Dad. like you got that you, first click uh, what is it what does it look like as you blast this ray of sickness is it an actual Ray or is it visible oh, yeah, in some, yeah okay it's kind of a it's kind of a a, a goopy like snot green
2: coal like booger uh, man like Boogerman. Like booger. cool. yeah
1: hell yeah man and
2: it comes Comes slorping out and and strikes the guy right in the right in the mouth. Right? In oh, the gross! <laughs> Jesus he's, Christ! He's in his
1: mouth? What <laughs> is oh, the? Yeah. What is the sickness? Like, what's the specific? Is it pink eye? Is it like what shingles? Sick- Shingles. shingles, okay. Shingles. Yeah. Wow. All right. You blast him like Boogerman. What if they've
2: already had shingles? Yeah, he's been. <laughs> already yeah, yeah. developed <laughs> antibodies
1: to uh, shingles. He's yeah.
2: gonna, oh, he's already had shingles, but he, so he knows how bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. Is. Are you saying
3: super shingles?
2: Okay. I'm talking super duper shingles. Whoa. <laughs> but that's, that's only myth. That
3: was impossible.
1: Uh, you blast this guy with a ray of sickness. As you do, the red vapor that his uh, robe was creating vanishes. You can see his face underneath as the shingles happens to it. I'm not 100% sure what shingles is. Um, and you see him look at himself and say,
0: Oh not shingles again. And then he
1: falls off of his horse uh, and is trampled underfoot. And is... Super
2: duper shingles, my friend.
1: It's just adult pox. That's all, grief. It's just oh, adult okay. No, oh, That sounds bad. Uh, thanks for googling that. I was not going to. Oh no, I know what shingles are. I can get them. I had chickenpox. I'm I'm terrified over here. Um, Back in my a... day, we all got chickenpox. These these punk kids are vaccinated against. Them. Um, let's move on to Lady Godwin. Then... Justin, introduce us to your character, please.
3: My name is Lady Elizabeth Godwin. I purchased uh, Doctor Frankenstein's. uh, uh, reanimation insurance. So my body was supposed to be reanimated upon account of my my untimely passing. When I awoke, I found my 73-year-old head attached to the sinewy, decadent, curvaceous body of uh, some sort of female warrior. That's because I was killed by Dracula and my body was too destroyed to reanimate, which I am thoroughly displeased of. So I have purchased an axe from this dreadful little man at the store. He said I had to name the axe a weapon like this. Her name is Jennifer Myers. (laughs) Decent name. Respectable. And I'm going to use it to... uh, kill kill Dracula. Excellent.
1: You are the last to react as uh, your carriage comes under attack. Uh, You have just watched Mutt, uh, the guide that you have hired, uh, climb up and take control of the wagon again. And then you have seen Brother Philo, uh, the friar, open up the uh, side door of the compartment and make a man get shingles so bad that he instantly dies. Um, I'd also like to say that was not really Philo's fault.
2: He just thought he was making somebody sick. Don't he take it back. Don't take it
1: back now. Yeah, sure, Bye. sure, sure, um, Let's, uh, what, what do you do, Lady Godwin? You uh, have another, uh, uh, another, hold on, let me kill this guy. Hold on, let me kill this
3: guy.
1: <laughs> He's gone. Uh, <laughs> no,
3: I see him. He's hiding in the bushes. He's not dead. He's waiting on a sneak attack.
1: Uh, let me there, now this. he's gone. Okay, now he's really
2: dead. Now I believe it. <laughs> it.
1: Uh, <laughs> you still have uh, two riders uh, chasing your vehicle uh, that you can't quite see where you are at uh, as you are. Uh, uh, inside. She, uh, is there an exit on the back
2: of the uh There is a just...
1: narrow sort of uh, window uh, that, okay. that you can see through. It's not quite big enough for a person to get through. Lady Goblin smashes through that window.
2: Triggering, oh, using a bonus action to trigger her rage. And then she uh, stands up and says,
3: eyes off of my beautiful body, pervert.
2: And then leaps <laughs> off the back with her axe to do a leaping uh, attack with
1: Jennifer Myers at okay. that guy. Uh, as you are in midair, you remember the last time you felt this excited. Seven years ago, the city of Lumino was a very different Place it was uh, less about the art scene; it was all elegance and excess. And you, Lady Godwin, were a fucking powerhouse uh, in the scene. What, 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 what is sort of Lady Godwin's uh, lineage? What is her place on sort of the social hierarchy of uh, of Lumino of seven years ago?
3: She is the uh, seventh uh, uh, of her line with the Godwin name. The fifth. Do not have to seek employment, which is a point of great pride for us as Uh We are um, mainly in a a, a, a a booster role, raising funds for local charity groups through our various tea gatherings and sandwich parties.
1: Okay, uh, and one such one such group is mm. that you have raised money for. Pair Reynolds. One more time. Pierre Reynolds. Pierre Reynolds?
2: Is that a Where group or a person? A single person <laughs> <laughs> that you raise money for? I'm trying to get the whole name out if you guys would just let me say it. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> if you guys would just let me say yeah, it. Right. Yeah, sorry, thank you. Yeah, do say it. It's the Pair Reynolds Foundation for Shingles
3: Awareness. <laughs> many people don't even know that you can get super duper shingles they think it's a myth
1: (laughs) so it is seven years ago you are at a fundraiser that you have organized for the Pierre Reynolds Foundation for Shingles Awareness yes Okay, uh, you are sitting in this crowd. It is. It is. This is a decadent affair. It's a fucking Lady Godwin like original going off without a hitch. You got a band playing. You got the absinthe fountain just flowing, and there's there's a secret orgy happening somewhere. Probably no. There's none and, of that. There's none of that. There's none of the alcohol or the sex happening. It's all very tasteful. Oh, okay, describe describe your party. Yes, there are.
2: Exactly four times as many finger sandwiches as there are for for as many people coming. Each person gets four. If you eat more than that, we'll talk about you forever. There is a big (laughs) there is a big bowl of punch. There are no cups. Don't have the punch. That's decadence. That's a trap. That's that's what you got there. And then over there, we've got dessert. Yes, it's toast.
1: (laughs) Whoa. Yeah, so there. Okay. She's
2: so pretty puritanical because too much yeah.
1: indulgence would be kind of uh, unbecoming. I think. I feel you. I feel you. Okay, so um, you are seated, uh, sort of just entertaining anyone. Your dance card is quite full this evening, not of literal dancing, which would be mm. um, crass. But people, people want to come, pay their respects. Yeah. Just touch the hem of your garment. For um, sure. You are sort of presiding over the uh, the uh, event here. Uh, and you see the man himself, Pierre Reynolds, uh, take the stage and cl- sort of clean his glass and say, Everybody, th- uh, thank you. Quiet, 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 please.
3: I am Pierre. Everyone, we listen to Pierre. Something sounds dreadfully wrong with his voice. We must understand what's happened to poor Pierre. His beautiful <laughs> French accent. What, where has it gone?
1: <clears throat> I apologize. Uh, That is what I That is what I sound like When I yell Now that I am not yelling I can say Thank you to my Thank you (laughs) to It's the shingles It's made it to his tongue (laughs) I have suffered from Inner shingles, I would like to thank my friend, Lady Godwin, for throwing this incredible gala.
3: A speech I shouldn't. Oh, Pierre, I no, I shan't. Uh,
0: I was about to tell people about... I
3: insist, no speeches, Pierre.
1: ...shingles, but I suppose that can wait until my... I was going to spread a little bit of shingles awareness.
3: Ah, suit the (laughs) law!
1: Shingles! I was going to do the
0: whole thing with shingles, but no, please, Lady Godwin. Godwin. It is your party!
3: Godwin! Godwin! Godwin. I feel unprepared for this, of course. No one ever expects to be... Summoned by like, God uh, to, 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 to deliver remarks such as this. Thank you, Pierre. I very <laughs> much appreciate it. He Thanks sits down,
1: looking very sort of chided.
3: I never thought this would be a monologue. <laughs> Often, we see our lives in terms of how we think they're going to shake out. We think perhaps I'll just. Throw in a witty little little barb, but then they oh, unravel uh, like so many uh, snowballs down the hill. And then you find yourself delivering a monologue where you thought it would be much more of a dialogue. That happens frequently when we don't listen. <laughs> Think about it, everyone. How many monologues in your life would be well served to be dialogues? Huh? Something
0: to think about. Everyone just kind of looks around like, I thought she was going to say something about Pierre or shingles. I, and I do have an announcement.
3: Since Pierre has been so kind as to work for me to days. Everybody knows about shingles. We've done it. Everyone, I got <laughs> the news today. That's stand, standing up. Yay! Yay! So I am proudly changing the name of this organization with Pierre's consent, of course. I'm grant Grandet, the PM. Pierre. Pierre, would you like to say your last name? Your own last name, Pierre. Would you like to say your own last name? Do you know?
0: Do, you, do you know what sucks? It is Franklin. <laughs> but you,
1: but that is not what they call the organization. <laughs> Wait a
2: minute, I'm starting to suspect that Pierre might secretly be Dracula.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're so close to Pierre, we've decided to name it Big P's Society for Super Duper Shingles Awareness. We're going to get to learn about these because a lot of people think it doesn't even exist. And everyone knows about shingles now, so it should be much easier. say It's like shingles that everybody knows about, scientifically speaking. And, uh, but it's super duper. Thank you, you, Big P.
1: Big P gives a thumbs up. Everyone <laughs> is cheering. Um, and you... Uh, celebrate the rest of of this fundraiser. You bring in so much awareness um, for shingles. You start filling
2: up like a big thermometer of awareness. Every person that you tell is another red line on the awareness thermometer. Uh
1: And uh, as the party fouls out, it's just you and Pierre at the end, and he says, well, I suppose
0: that is it. We have... Fulfilled our last dance, if you will. And so I suppose uh,
1: now we shall go our separate ways. Yeah, I have to star. be
3: honest with you. There's nothing happening. I'm between so sorry here, but this is nothing between you and I.
0: Oh, I thought maybe.
3: Oh, <laughs> you're not the first to get to crossed signals. Don't trouble yourself over it. I
1: understand. Um, f- farewell. He turns and runs across the street to his wagon, um, leaving you standing here uh, on the street of Lumino alone. Um, it is dark always, but particularly so right now, uh, and you have a moment where you feel um, a bit disquieted by the silence. And then you see two bright, bright uh, spotlights uh, in the street in front of you uh, flash on. And uh, an unfamiliar, loud, mechanical sound uh, fills the street. And then the last thing you hear... Is a voice
0: that says, um, Punch the nose, Wolfman! Let's see what this baby can do! And then the mechanical
1: sound gets very loud, very fast.
0: And then you
1: wake up in a hospital. And you can. hear the sounds of locusts outside, and you can see the glow of sunrise. You know that some time has passed. Um, and you smell the overpowering scent of formaldehyde. Um, you, are, you are in a hospital bed connected to all manner of large, noisy machines with uh, purposes you cannot immediately discern. Uh, and you see um, uh, a man wearing a surgical mask, uh, sort of checking on you. Very kind eyes. Uh, and when he sees your eyes open up, he kind of takes a step back and, uh, immediately starts sort of, like, punching buttons on some of the machines.
3: You! uh, You! You! Come closer! Come close!
0: This is not my
1: first rodeo, I have to tell.
3: I don't understand.
1: (laughs) Oh my okay, luscious! <laughs> Listen, it's been a big, a big uh, time has passed since the, your are passing. Let uh, yeah, um, try to take some deep breaths. To, we, we do a little choice. sort of meditative. I've we got do a med. The, I've
3: got the hooch. Look at me! I've got the good stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he. Sort of looks uncomfortable. Like okay, um
3: dangerous curves ahead Look at me. I can't take my eyes off of me.
0: Do you want some time alone before um
3: <laughs> These are so beautifully done.
0: I'm gonna come back in like fifteen minutes and you just sort of you, you just have this kind of like sexual awakening what have you that you
3: done? Where's um, my old body? It was perfectly decent. You could draw it with five lines. It was like a, a signature. <laughs> it was perfect. No no strange curves to be ashamed of in front of God. Um, uh,
0: Mrs. Galvin I'm uh,
3: it's let me, okay. let me I, just. I'm pulling my. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm so sorry. You had to see this display. Of, 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 of action? The fault is not yours of course I'm sorry I didn't get you That's
1: any- uh, Igor and um I'm check just here kinda uh okay are you are you feeling okay now? Can you take some kind of no, rough news?
3: I'm furious, where's your employer?
1: Oh, uh Frank Frank's uh well, we haven't seen Frank around here in a while. Um have all it's, been pertinent. you call Dr. Frankenstein. Frank. Yeah, we're buds. Um oh, Buds. Listen. Let me look at your chart. Uh you do no such thing. Ch- what? you will do no
0: such thing. I I'll have, have to, to look the at the chart.
1: Okay. Are you a doctor? Are you a I doctor?
0: Igor, this. Here go explain this to me at once. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah. So um, you're you're kind of um, yes. you're kind of
1: the the last last one. You're the last. Um, you're sort of the last um, uh, claim, as it were, uh, for the for the life insurance policy that we have been handling. We've sort of pivoted reanimation away.
3: Reanimation insurance.
1: The reanimation insurance. Yeah, they, they, we we kind of started to call it something else because. Um, there were some there were some issues with the government um, that didn't like they we were just doing some zombie craft they called it and so we call it life insurance now but we don't actually call it anything you're the last one you're the last policy to sort of cash in where um, is this
3: and where where is it's my body
1: oh um well let me look at the chart. Okay, it says here that Dracula hit it with his car so hard
3: that it exploded. My body, my inoffensive, decent, tasteful body that was yeah, an it, embarrassment to me in front of the eyes of Christ. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah, that body, uh, it got hit by a car that <laughs> was being driven by Dracula. Some eyewitnesses report that Wolfman was also in the vehicle and that it-
3: you, What? 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 did you say?
1: I've said a few things. Did you
2: Dracula. not like the
0: Dracula?
1: Yeah.
3: Dracula?
1: Some- After everything,
3: Dracula smooshed me.
1: Yeah, with his cart. And this this was, I mean, this was a while ago. This was seven years ago. In um, the body? Exploded. I don't know how Who's many other ways-
3: am I attached to, Igor?
1: Oh, uh, let me look at the chart. He looks down. He says, okay, um, it says here, uh, Brynhildr, uh, and, and then it says, Liberator of Spines. Oh. She's, a, a battle maiden and, oh. uh, a renowned prize fighter in the oh. Corps League.
3: Oh, the what?
1: Oh, God, i it again. Corps League, oh, it's no. for big strong fighters and she won seven consecutive title matches before she lost the eight and um, in which she surrendered her title and her head but she was an organ donor so <sighs>
0: like
1: something um, to say
3: for the, the brute
1: <laughs> I would say that if you were displeased with the body that you have been matched with that we have a customer service department that was also dissolved when Frankenstein sort of gave up on the whole reanimation business and um Started shacking up with Dracula, so we are um, we are sorry. Um, hold on, let me read the script. Uh, so you don't like your bod. Well, that can be cha- that can be a challenge. Shit, that's all it says. <laughs> um. Well, I I I guess I'm done. You were my last gig here, so um. She as uh, she starts standing up. M. Oh, you're t- Wow, you're tall. Holy crap.
3: Wow. Eagle? Yep. I require clothes and an axe. I'm going Man. to kill Dracula!
0: Why? The car Eagle?
1: Because he hit you with
3: a, oh, a okay. second ago, to go, remember?
1: It's just there's lots of people who are trying to kill Dracula, and that's a, you know, there was an accident. Lots of
3: people, Igor, trying to make everyone aware of shingles. Do you know yeah. who achieved it? I, Lady Elizabeth Gordon.
0: Okay. Um, have you heard well, of
3: shingles, Eagle?
0: I've heard of, I have heard of it. Yeah, of course, yes, everyone's of course heard of it.
3: Have,
1: yes. Everyone's heard of shingles. Um, yeah,
3: yes, yes, I know.
1: You might want to maybe check. Seven
3: years cheer- on, the world still persists. everyone knows about shingles.
1: Um, okay, look, you may want to, like, chill for, like, a month or so and sort of get your sea legs under you before you go out there. She shoves him into the wall. Okay. Um, well. I want to roll a strength check to see how hard I did it. Okay, sure. Because I don't know my own strength. Absolutely you don't. In fact, I'm going to say roll it with advantage.
3: (laughs) Great. Uh, what's
2: just a, just a strength check? Is that if I'm unarmed?
1: Okay, um, yes, on a 14, I mean, you do shove him with considerable force, he runs into one of those, like, IV bag racks and goes tumbling to the floor. Um, and you are, you are shocked by how far you were able to kind of toss this man with not very much effort. He says, wait, 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 wait. Do you even know where you're going? The Axe store." Okay, let's flash back forward to you sailing through the air. Um, I'm going to need two checks here. Okay. One, give me a uh, either athletics or acrobatics check for the uh, jump through the air, uh, and then uh, a melee attack roll with Jennifer Myers. Not great. That is a uh, a five on the athletics check. Yikes. Uh, and a uh, you, what was the other uh, roll you wanted? Well, let's resolve this first. Okay, uh, you leap. Uh, I, but you know what it is, Justin. Uh, Brynhildr's body. Uh, as you try to give it this command to jump, as it sees the fire uh, on the back of this wagon, uh, it stumbles. Uh, and you uh, you trip. You are able to uh, make one more uh, saving throw here. Make a dexterity saving throw. You fall, you're trying to grab something before you uh, smash into the ground and get pulled under his foot. Okay, uh, 16, you are able to grab onto the back uh, of the wagon. There is a little towing hitch. You are able to hold onto that uh, you would, I, I would say you're still close enough to this horse that is pursuing you for you to try and take an attack against the rider so big as Jennifer Myers, uh, but uh, I'm going to give you disadvantage on the roll as you're being sort of hauled behind, if that is still what you wish to do. Yes, that's what I wish to do. Okay, make an attack roll. 11. And 11 hits. This is just a dude wearing a robe, not the highest AC in the world. Okay. Uh, so even with disadvantage, you manage to connect uh, with this, uh, with this guy. So, uh, give me a damage roll, please. There you go. I'm so confused by the number that just happened here.
2: There's four slashing damage, uh, and then two rage. Two from the rage, two rage. okay. rage,
1: yeah. Uh, all right, this guy back here is a little bit sturdier than the one who got blasted with shingles and died from it instantly. Uh... He uh, takes the hit, uh, and then you see him rear back on his horse uh, and start to uh, ready an attack. And it is, in fact, his turn next. The cultist uh, is going to launch a... He is going to launch a firebolt uh, at uh, you, I think. So... Does a 14 hit your AC, uh, Lady Godwin? Um, Yes. Okay. Uh, You take three points of fire damage. Okay. uh, And uh, the rider is going to move up to try to uh, get next to uh, the new rider or the new driver of the vehicle. Uh, the other cultist is going to point his crossbow at you, Brother Philo, and take a shot. Uh, that is a 10 versus AC. Uh, does not hit. AC 11. Okay, it's, it shoots right through one window and right out of the other. Uh, narrowly missing both you. Uh, no, just you. You're the only one still left in the compartment. Uh, and then we move back up to the top. Mutt. Um, Mutt
2: is going to uh, take him... Uh, with his vicious heavy crossbow. Okay. Uh, to try to shoot the one that pulled up next
1: to him. Uh, the, the, uh, the leader looking one or the sort of. Uh, Whichever one just pulled up that like hurled a fireball. Uh, Oh, that is the leader. The leader seems to be the one wielding magic here. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Well,
1: then that is, uh, it looks like, if I'm not mistaken, that green number does mean that this is a critical hit. That
2: is correct. Um, And with the vicious heavy crossbow, that is an extra 2d6 piercing damage.
1: Good lord. On top
2: of the thing, is, uh, Griffin, is this rider undead or a lycanthrope? Wait, the vicious heavy crossbow does what now? On a nat 20, it does an extra 2d6. Why do you have this? Uh, Cause it's handed down from generation to generation of Muttner.
1: Oh yeah, mine is Is two. it handed down from fucking generation to generation of You DMV had a, You had plenty
2: of time to go over my character sheet. I gave it to, to you weeks ago, see that you were smuggling sir. magic weapons fucking in it? I, I gave this character sheet to you weeks ago. I got approval of it. Yesterday, Griffin I did I smuggled, didn't know that I needed to fucking I go over it with a I fucking fine tooth
1: comb. I declared this on my form, sir. Okay, fine. Uh this happens and and as this incredible bolt comes out and I I mean you can roll the damage if you want. It's gonna fuck this is, dude is right it, up. Is the rider undead or like and throw? No. Okay. Uh, I mean, you're gonna fucking destroy him either way. So I think it may, it may be hard to tell sort of what his whole vibe is. It, this amount of damage would shatter any uh, any being.
2: So it's 19 total. Uh,
1: okay, yeah. Uh, on a 19 total, uh, you shoot the arrow and it uh, goes into his head and his head just keeps... you did somehow decapitate him with that arrow. Uh, and his lifeless body goes falling off and then the wagon hits a pothole and bounces weird, and then the crossbow breaks nope. um, on the ground. <laughs> and you'll have to get a new crossbow that is not an overpowered magical weapon in the very first episode of our d d It podcast. was right there the whole time. Travis. Okay. The fight's over. The fun's over. You got, you had your fun. This is the family heirloom. It shatters against the side of the wagon as you hit a pothole weird. Oh, in yeah. accordance with prophecy. Um, And, uh, we move on to, uh, Brother Philo. You have one more, uh, uh, cultist remaining here. This one is so fucking dead. It's not even funny. I'm also going to say, I should have done this between turns, uh, that there's, now there's, the fire is spreading. There are now two fires on the back of the wagon, as illustrated by the two fire JPEGs that I have placed there. Brother Philo is going to uh, lean out the uh, other carriage window in
2: the direction of the person that's still uh, on the horseback. Okay. And say, My friend, I hope you were paying attention a few minutes ago to, to see what has happened to your... Your compatriots, uh, we wish you no harm. Now that we know you're not some kind of ghoulish, uh, undead spirit, but just a normal, misguided cultist, uh, why don't you rein in your rather beautiful horse there and let us pass in peace.
0: Make
3: a
1: persuasion check.
3: A six.
1: Boy, oh, the worm has definitely turned. It really fucking has. Um, he, th- this figure, you see, look at you. Um, and it, you all are now racing so fast that the vapor is not uh, quite sort of like completely concealing his face anymore. Um, and you see a, a, a pair of uh, pupil red eyes uh, looking back at you uh, as you make this impassioned plea. Make a wisdom saving throw, please, Brother Philo. It's not going to be good. Eleven. You see some of that red vapor uh, float away from this figure and towards you. um, And just as it starts to uh, surround your senses. Oh no, you know what? Uh, you feel it sort of surrounding your senses um, and you can only just kind of see uh, the inside of this this cabin still uh, and the very scared uh, bloodhound dog uh, underneath the seat in front of you. Uh, next in the order is Lady Godwin.
3: Um, uh,
2: let's see here. Is the the one rider there within reach still?
1: Uh, yes, I would say so. Okay. Is I would say you are dragging? dangling, you are Is hanging she... on to the back of a, a carriage, so it, it, mm-hmm. it will be with a disadvantage unless you can somehow sort of get, get, you know, use your move to try and get back up into a more stable position.
2: Yeah, I'm just gonna... I think she's just gonna, uh, huck herself with that rider over there. Okay. Just do another leaping attack on that rider.
1: Okay. Uh, are you just throwing yourself off of the towing hitch, uh, where you are sort of dangling backwards? Because this will be, I would say, a pretty, pretty tremendous feat of, uh, athletics.
2: Yeah. And I'm not that athletic. Um, hmm. Can I do, is the fire like within reach? Is that anything that I yeah, can? Yeah, I mean,
1: you can climb up to the, where the fire is pretty easily.
2: Yeah, I just don't feel like putting that out as my strong suit. I'm gonna climb up to where you said I could climb up just a second ago and then jump onto the guy from, from
1: there. Okay, make a, make a, we'll just call this one smooth movement. Make an athletics check here. Um, you want at least a, a 10, a 15 would make it quite clean. Oh no. How'd it go? Uh, Your oh, that's bad. That's a that's a five. Okay. Um, with a five, you're gonna you're gonna. I'll give you an option. I will let you grab onto the horse's tail. It's gonna kick you before anything else happens.
2: Yeah, I'll grab the horse's tail. If okay. you give me that option, sure.
1: You're grabbing onto the horse's tail. Tail up, baby. Uh, it is going to make a melee attack against you. Let's see. Um, okay, yeah, it's- that's gonna hit. You feel. Um, you know what it is, actually? Uh, the horse whips around as it feels you grab onto its tail, uh, and it's gonna bite you, bites your hand, uh, and try to knock you off. Uh, you take, um, three points of biting damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me, please. Okay. An eight. Um, You are going to take an extra one point of poison damage. Um, Dang. As this horse's crazy mouth disease, whatever it may be, uh, uh, gives you a little bit of extra. It's not
2: Draculitis? Does it seem to be Draculitis or shingles? Give me a medicine, give me a medicine check.
1: Give me a medicine check. Okay, sure, that's the perfect for me. Five, it could be Draculitis or shingles.
2: Oh no, but not both, right? But not both, uh, right? Because that would be super duper shingle. Not a- shingulizing
1: draculitis. <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, they said that was a myth, too. You- Damn
3: you, science!
1: Well, that was your move. Uh, you still have an action that you can take here. I'm on the horse's tail? Yep, being dragged along by this big, powerful horse. <laughs> Great, I'm gonna reach up with Jennifer Myers and just try to hook the horse's legs. Uh, Okay, horrible. Go ahead and make that attack roll for me. But the horse did bite you and poison you. Yeah, I know, and I deducted the hit points. You want me to throw a parade? Come on. You have so many beautiful hit points. Uh, Make that attack roll, please. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. Yeah, wow, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That's a nineteen versus horse legs. That's you know what? That's that one's gonna hit., uh, okay, for eight points of slashing damage, here is what happens. Uh, the the horse trips up and uh, you can see that you have wounded uh, its its back leg pretty significantly here, and in doing so, it sort of crashed to the ground, uh, crushing the rider that was on top of it. Uh, you slide to a halt uh, here in the middle of the road. Uh, the rider is dead. The horse is lying down in front of you. Uh, you are being left behind by the wagon now, uh, because they are still going on rocking. Uh, you have enough control over this, this wagon, by the way, uh, Crawford mm-hmm, to fine. sort of, uh, mutt to, uh, to, to, sort of figure out what happens next at this point. It is on fire, which is not great. Um, but we are out of sort of initiative order. Okay. Uh, in this, in this. I stopped moment. the horses. Okay. Um, I'm not going to make you do another check on that. You crushed the last one. No problem. Um, you immediately, your dog jumps out of cover, sensing that being inside of a flaming wagon is not actually the safest place to be. Um, and what do you do, Brother Philo? Um, whips off
2: his monk's cowl. Okay. And starts beating at the fire to try to put it out.
1: Okay. Um, make a. Golly, what would that be? I mean, attack. Roll against the fire. Is that wild? It feels wild. Uh, survival check. Yeah, survival is good. Yeah, that's a good one. Thanks for remembering that that skill exists, Travis. We never do that on this yeah, show. Yeah, you're welcome, dude. Make a survival check, Mac. Mm, I don't want to. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Twelve. Twelve. Wait a minute. Twelve. Okay. I'm, I'm also going to help.
1: Okay. With I wouldn't 12? just sit there and be like, "You're doing great." Sure. With a 12, you are going to put out the fire. You are going to lose a a decent amount of your regalia here uh, in in doing so. It is going to get burnt to smithereens. Um, So, uh, and then Mutt, you can uh, make another check on this second fire. Yeah, I did that, it wasn't great. I got an eight. An eight, you know what it is? With an eight, the remnants of your incredible crossbow are consumed as you are focused. Oh, no. Taking out the fire. Uh, And this situation. uh, (laughs) You know, my great 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 -great -great grandfather carved that out of a
2: unicorn's bones. Oh, no.
1: As you come back to your feet, Lady Godwin, this horse looks at you with malice and darts off into the woods. And the three of you find yourself in front of a carriage that has seen much better days uh, and a a carriage driver who has seen the last of his days and two beautiful fucking sinewy strong muscle bound sweating horses uh, in front of the regal gates to the singing city of Lumino.